All right, welcome back, Art World. Uh, I am Miss Art World, and uh, thank you always for listening. I have my co-host, Lisa. Hey, guys. Uh, thanks for having me back. And we have a... <laughs> you are a co-host, Lisa. You are always I'm, on. I'm grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful you're here as well. <laughs> yeah, just keep it at light. You're really boring. <laughs> With just me. It, no. You were about to agree. <laughs> you were like, well... Yeah. I can bring something to the table. <laughs> it's, you know what? It wouldn't be fun with if it was just one of us anyway. It's true. It's true. <laughs> and we have a special guest today. We have Amy Smith with us, who is an artist. <laughs> hello, Welcome, hello. Amy. I wasn't sure if I was supposed to introduce myself. But I was like, yes, I'm here. <laughs> Amy Smith has arrived. <laughs> yeah. Uh, awesome. So just some housekeeping before we get into Amy's work. Um, we have a artist challenge for Lisa. That's what's up, guys. So basically, we want to. Uh, torture Lisa by giving her art challenges. My art challenge for her is to take a nude drawing class or painting class, yep. either one. Um, but we're looking for other ideas that we can Whoa. document. No. <laughs> yeah, like one at a time. She's not only having me take a nude art class, I then have to get that work critiqued. Yes. I'm not oh. an artist, y'all. <laughs> She'll be great. It'll be perfect. So think about like what you guys probably thought was super awkward your first time doing it as an artist and you're so used to now that it's just second nature and make me do it. DM us. Yeah. And we will document it on our Instagram <laughs> yeah. for your entertainment. I'm so conflicting so I'm excited but I'm also terrified. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to be. Exactly. Can you, Lisa, tell us why uh, you agreed to this. I have no idea. I'll I do know anything. why. I'll do anything for content. So <laughs> after our last, uh, well no, not our last, when no, we Christine. interviewed Christine, mm -hmm. shoe shoemaker, maker, um, Christine was talking about how she's inviting other artists into her studio to photograph her nude and then make art. Oh, interesting. Okay, cool. And oh, like, are you going to use her as a mo model then? You going to go draw uh, her? I don't think, I don't know. We didn't think about that. No, we did not but think about that. I was like, well, this really kind of yeah. matches. <laughs> well, so the main thing is I was just saying that I was so impressed because... That's amazing. I didn't even think about like, that. That was a good idea. That makes it pretty easy. <laughs> but the main thing that I, I kind of left there saying to Catherine, and uh, we talked with Christine about it as well, is the cool thing about artists is they're constantly pushing their own limits and pushing themselves to... Mm. Um, step out of their comfort zone, which isn't something I think the average person does. Um, and so I, I was agree. like, it's something that's always, that really impresses me. Mm -hmm. um, and I was like, you know, I can step out of my comfort zone. Right? Is yeah. that the conversation yeah. was? I think that's a great challenge. Really I mean, it's a challenge well. just in general to step out of your comfort zone and then just having it artistic, it kind of gives you the freedom to like... Yeah. It doesn't matter what it turns out to me. You know? mm -hmm. just exactly. like, I did it. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting because I'm like, I'm a thrill seeker, so I've been like, you know, skydiving. Oh, okay. This done is like whitewater rafting. Yeah. But, and that stuff doesn't scare me, but the thought of like, of if I had a pose nude or like, I don't know, like I'm confident, but still that's, that's different. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It'd be like fully analyzed. I don't know. And then like staring at people. Staring or like at staring at someone like. Yeah, if you have to pose nude and have people paint you, 
That would be really interesting. Don't. That's yeah, like, that is, <laughs> one, thing at, one at a time. We're yeah. not that desperate for content yet. <laughs> not yet. One at a time. We're starting out slow. Yeah, get like ease me into it. <laughs> yeah, that we're in the deep. Yeah. <laughs> Just jump in. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, for those of you who have ideas, let us know at Art World Podcasts on Instagram or tweet us. Or we also, you can reach us on our website, theartworldpodcast.com. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. I usually mess <laughs> that up. That. Yeah. I like drop the art or like the world. And, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can find us at Art Podcast. <laughs> art World. <laughs> um, we are also having a giveaway um, of one of my pieces. It's a in my fake nail series. It's called Fake. Um, we'll post another photo of that. Um, if you want to enter to win that, just uh, give us a review. We're looking for that five-star review and comment, so feel free to do that. Yeah, mash that five-star button. There you go. <laughs> all Boom. right. That is all we <laughs> need to announce. <laughs> <laughs> like announcements. All right. Let's dive into it. I know. Now I'm so excited. Okay, so Amy Smith, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. I printed off this fancy uh, little intro for you um, from your <laughs> I was like, website. I don't remember what I wrote. You can correct me if any of this is old because I totally understand. Like, oh, I don't really do that anymore. I hope, I hope it's new. So uh, <laughs> she's a mixed media urban art collage artist um, in her collage portrait series. Amy uses photographs, hand-cut stencils, and torn recycled fashion magazine pieces mm-hmm. to represent her love of fashion and her concept of consumerism. Oh, oh contempt. Contempt. Yeah. Reading's really hard for me. That's okay. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Her um, intention with the series is to offer viewers the opportunity to choose one's own path of empowerment, leaving behind what society demands. Great job. Thank you. Yay! So, yeah, tell us about you. Where yeah. did you begin? Start from the beginning. From the very beginning in the womb. <laughs> um, I'm from New Jersey, so I grew up there. And then, like, short story, I moved to Georgia, ma- got married, moved to Georgia, stayed there for about a year and a half, and then moved to Los Angeles. And so... We've been here about 13 years now. Okay. Wow. So, nice. Yeah. So now it's just, it's just home, yeah. you know, like our home now, so. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been out here, I've been doing art, I've been doing this, I think in that, in that little intro that I wrote for my website, um, I was doing other stuff before, like I was doing photography and, um, I did like little illustrations like I did this like faceless series of like illustrations that were really fun but then I started getting into this whole collage series that I that I've been stuck with I'm sticking with for like <laughs> stuck with. sticking with for about I think like I would say like five years now okay so that's what I'm just really focused on and I'm finding like to be really fun and evolving so um when I came out here, I 
I found after after a while, after a few years, we found I found a mentor to kind of help me. So kind of like what you were saying about getting critiqued, mm-hmm. I went I out of my comfort zone is not something that I would would don't enjoy doing. I don't enjoy people telling me, you know, telling me <laughs> like, oh, you work, eh, you know. But I went to um, ThinkSpace. Art. Have you been to ThinkSpace Art Gallery? I have not been, it's but in, I've heard of it. Okay, it's in Culver City. And to this day, they still do portfolio reviews. Um, the owner's called Elsie, uh, or the co-owner, him, him and his partner. But he does the reviews. And um, I walked in with all my stuff. I, I brought, like, physical paintings with me. I was doing like a different type of um, like painting, and I brought those in, and I brought like a portfolio on a, on an iPad for him to scroll through and be like, "Look at all my genius," you know. <laughs> yeah. And it was like, no. But he saw one thing that I was kind of working on that was just a test. It was one out of like everything that he saw, and he was like, "Why aren't you doing more of that?" I was just like, oh, I was just kind of playing around with stencils and, like, the opposite of, like, what stencil, you know, like, stenciling and what you can get out of it. And and he's like, oh, you should really look into that. Like, try and, try and see where that goes, you know, and just gave me, like, a little, some pointers for that. And, for, and then him saying, make some pieces and come back was awesome because it wasn't just like, you know what? go do that. I gave you your critique. Bye. It was more like, I'm going to try and mentor you. If you come back, if you do the work, come back. I will look at it and, and give you, and help you. Mm-hmm. So when that happened, it was just like, all right, I found somebody. I found someone I'm going to stick with it and like, just do the work, put in the work and, and like really, fine-tune whatever this is like explore figure it out and then I came back with some pieces and he was just like you nailed it but and that's so, gotta be an amazing that's experience a, yeah, great feeling went from sure. like yeah just kind of went from playing around like the curiosity of like whatever and then yeah I'm going like oh damn all right mm-hmm, that's <laughs> like, awesome. so yeah he's I still I mean I show art with him in different like pop-ups he curates things all around Los Angeles and then um so I've been in a lot of shows that he has curated and um his style is so funny because it's different from what they represent at ThinkSpace his style is collage based too but it's it's just very different so it's kind of interesting that he he his work doesn't really reflect like what they're showing at their gallery Mm -hmm. so he kind of just goes elsewhere with with what he does personally so we show uh together a lot and then I just kind of built from there he had he had like this foundation I mean not foundation but he had um an art collective called Cannibal Flower and that was going on for uh it's still going on now but it was really big like a few years ago he would have he would throw events and all this stuff and he would have all the people that he was mentoring basically like uh like a little 
like a little show showcase for them, I guess, kind of like to be like, here, this is what your artwork looks like on the walls, like, and have a party because he DJed, and it was just like just this fun time to what be a around. Cool like, guy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really cool. Yeah, so it was just so rare. I mean, I don't know, you know, how people find that all the time. I was lucky enough to find it, so it yeah. was like that was a really good starting point because I never I didn't have education in art so it's all been education through action I would say like just doing yeah. doing things mm-hmm. so. have you always so when did you get interested in art is it something that's always been with you yeah it's always there but like when I thought when I thought back on it like I like I understand it a little bit more like my grandmother was like really talented oil painter didn't do I mean it was just up in her home you know but it was like that everything looked very professional but she didn't do anything with it like and then my dad was also an artist sculptor but welder like he's builder type guy but he didn't go that you know like no one made a career out of it and it was mm-hmm. wasn't really like encouraged because it was always seen as just like a hobby and like yeah you're good at that but like you need to make money so focus on that you know mm-hmm. so that was just it was just always there but it wasn't really something that I took seriously until I think I had that um that like mentor mentality of like no you can do this and look other people are doing this and look I own a gallery I'm doing this like mm-hmm. Once you start seeing people in your realm of, like, possibility, I guess, then you start kind of believing that, like, oh, this is possible. Other people... That's that's my, like, go-to thing. Like, yeah. I've always... If somebody else is doing something, I go, oh, they're doing it? I can do it. Mm-hmm. No matter who you are. I don't give a fuck who you are. <laughs> you go to space? I can go to space. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, just in general, I think I just use that mentality as an excuse to like allow myself to to learn and grow mm-hmm. so yeah so that was that's well, awesome that was my beginning I guess I mm-hmm. <laughs> and with your mentor is that's who um you did super fine fair with um no I actually I I really do think like I just find really great people I don't know what I don't know how it happens but <laughs> Um, so that was, I, I consider, I consider Elsie as like one of my mentors. And then the next one would be, her name is Valda Lake. She's from Wallspace, uh, Wallspace LA Gallery. Um, she saw my stuff at, have you been to Gabba Gallery? Mm-mm. Um, that's an Echo Park. Jason Ostro is there. He's the owner of that place. He's so cool. And he's another one that's just so welcoming and so encouraging. He started his gallery maybe like almost, maybe like five or six years ago. No, but it's all like street artists and contemporary artists. So I didn't know where I kind of fit in when I was doing this stuff mm-hmm. at all. Like, I was doing stenciling, but, m- like, e- using the collage material. And then it c- it really just looks like 
it's not pop art because it's, I don't think because it's not really like the content isn't really pop culture-y but the colors the colors kind of work in that realm so it's kind of like on this weird I always felt like it was on, on like a weird like where do you belong type situation mm -hmm. but um, Gabbit Gallery is really great so I got in there and then and Jason has been really encouraging also and Valda I met Valda who owns this other gallery she saw my stuff there and yeah I've been working with her ever since and she's been doing like art shows and art fairs and the brewery I don't know if you went to the have you been to the brewery art yep. walk mm -hmm. so that was the first time I kind of got in there because she kind of had like a little setup in there so I've done that a few times now so yeah, and she's really, like, you can ask her anything, get her advice on stuff, like, hey, I've been, I've been thinking about this, and then she'll just kind of work with you and just kind of trying to figure out, like, I was adding neon to a piece, and it was just, like, this conversation, it was really nice to have a conversation with somebody and be like, what do you think about this? Like, like how do you think we can, I can even do that? Like, do you think that's even possible? And it was like, of course that's possible, like, let's do it, let's figure it out. So... She's been really great to kind of um, talk back and forth with, too. And then, yeah, she, she she was at Superfine, and she took she took about, like, five of my pieces there. And, yeah, it, was, it looked really great. The whole display was really cool. Did you guys go to Superfine? Mm-mm. Um, yeah, it was, like, a really good time. I, I saw a lot of the work there. I went just for the day, one of the days, because it was, like, a whole weekend. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. And then yeah. you have an upcoming show at the other art fair, um, which is yeah. March 30th? March, March 28th starts, through the 30th? Yeah, it's like the 28th through the 31st, so it's like opening night will be that Thursday, and then, okay. it, and then it goes until um, Sunday. Awesome. And we're going to go there on uh, Saturday the 30th. Oh. Check it out. Okay, good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll be at stand 91, I just found out. Awesome. All right. 91. We're coming to see you, so. Oh, we'll good. Come by yeah. 91. Yeah, come by. Oh, my gosh. I, I did that show. I did the other art fair for the first time in October last year. Mm -hmm. I was blown away. The talent that was there, I just, I was just like, all right. I've never seen such a really well-rounded, curated show before. Mm -hmm. It's great. Something for everybody. Yeah. But also really unique stuff. Like, there was just, like, so many... There was one piece where you had to wear, like, 3D glasses to see, like, what was going <laughs> yeah. on. And, like, I don't know. They had, like, a VR room and people doing tattoos. Legit. Yeah. Like, real ones. That's Not really like, cool. Not, like, oh, getting a flash tattoo. Like, just real... Yeah, like, little, little cute tattoos and yeah. stuff and I was like do I need a tattoo <laughs> yeah I was on I, Instagram I think they're doing that in London right now too the tattoo yeah. artist yeah well they have Crazy. them coming back yeah they have one they'll be at the show awesome March if you need a tattoo <laughs> like right. but yeah that's gonna be so much fun um because yeah they really they do a lot of stuff they pack yeah. in a lot of like talks and different different other like artists doing installation art and yeah it, it's just really fun that's awesome. So, as an artist, um, if you were talking to an up-and-coming and emerging artist, mm -hmm. maybe someone in, in school or younger who's just now entering the art world, 
would you recommend they get involved in art fairs or focus more on solo shows? I guess this is kind of a question for both of you because mm. you've both done both. Have you? I've never done a fair. You've never done a fair, but you've mm. done some solo shows. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're quite involved in fairs. Yeah. Well, this that that is it's kind of new. Last year was my first. Mm-hmm. Um, step into the art fair. I did the startup art fair last year and then the other art fair was the second one I did. But what would you say the benefits are of participating in a fair? Well, let me go back to the other question okay. because that's I think it's really important because of the evolution of somebody just starting and someone that has been doing it for a few years, I think there's a very big difference of what your focus should be. Your focus should definitely be like a strong collection of art that represents your style. I hear a lot of people going, well, I would just, well, and I had, I dealt with this too. I don't know if you did, but like, I like to do everything. And that's why I had three other styles on my website for so long. Cause mm-hmm. I was like, but I love doing all these things. Mm-hmm. I had to pick something and focus on it, or I would have never gotten into a fair yeah. in general. Okay. So it's kind of like focus, make a solid collection, figure out what your style is, go with that. Do that well. Get into some shows. Do some group shows. Get a solo show. And then build up from there. It'll happen. Network. Meet people. It's all of those things. And it's like, all the time. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's you make so much work. A super good point because I I've never done a fair, mm. um, and mainly because my uh, my work is more performance based. Oh, okay. so I don't. Uh, my focus isn't really on selling work. Right. It's being being okay. yeah performance art. Yeah. Um. Where was I going with this? So. I feel like for fairs, you have to have enough inventory built up that you are ready to sell. Yeah. Because you don't want to take sold work to a fair. Oh, you can't, yeah. Um, Everything has to be available and be, yeah, available mm-hmm. to sell at that point, yeah. So you at least have to have, like, kind of interesting, yeah. 20 pieces ready to go? Because if one sells, do you take it off the wall and replace it with a yeah. new um, piece? Everyone has their... It seems like everyone has their different ways they go about doing things. This one, it seems like you can put the red dot up. Yeah, it seems you have to. You kind of take it down because they don't want you rearranging your your wall in the middle of the fair, mm-hmm. which I kind of like and I kind of don't at the same time because they don't actually give you like storage space, so it's kind of like a little iffy. But um, yeah, you can red dot it and then you can say come back at the end of the night or come back at the end of the weekend they can come back and get it then at that point like at the end of the night you just take it down replace it and just hold it you know mm-hmm. for them or whatever so then yeah you're replacing it so um yeah that's a good point you do need you do need inventory for something like that and it's definitely about selling the pieces or selling prints or whatever but it's it's not like I've also done the art walks and I've done the markets like I've I've done all that stuff and I really had to figure out 
what works for my style like Mm -hmm. what type of art opportunities are best for where I'm going and there's I'm learning that there's all these different avenues like you can be a market artist and you're going to do all of those like pastina mark you know all these like outdoor markets and you're going to sell t-shirts and prints and bags and tote bags and whatever else you come up with that is one way to do it if that's if, if that suits you if that suits your style and your design or whatever mine doesn't I learned that you can buy print whatever I my work is much more interesting original and large and, and like physical piece so the fairs and the art shows and stuff they are beneficial to, to my style mm-hmm. but that's that's whatever that's to each their own like you know somebody else has a style that fits just you know like digital like graphic design or whatever that is and you sell tons of prints great do your thing yeah so it's important to figure out what your style is and what benefits it yeah because you may not be a gallery artist too a lot of the street artists that are out doing doing stuff they're not they're not exactly a gallery artist or they are like sometimes it overlaps and it's really brilliant and really awesome some aren't some are I don't know would you say that you're more likely to sell at a fair than a gallery hmm. couldn't say okay I think that is just dependent on so many variables yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, I will say that the I mean the art fair's only there for four days, yeah. but their goal is to, if it's a good art fair, their goal is, and that's something, again, you have to, like, sort out everything. You have to vet all this shit. Mm-hmm. You have to go through, like, what's a fucking scam and what's not a scam and what's, like, legit and they're yeah. actually going to bring people in and, like... Are you going to bring buyers? Are you going to bring collectors? Are you going to bring curators? Are you going to bring other gallery people? Yeah. Like, it's a fucking shit show sometimes. <laughs> like, yeah, you have to, you have to, like, do not get duped by some of these weird, weird organizations that just prey on artists that yeah. want to make money off of you. Like, that's a real thing, too. But, yeah, you just have to figure out if it's a really good art fair, they're going to try and bring in those clients because they want to sell work because they get a percent they get a small percent but they get a percent but they also it's like for their own sake of continuing they want to say this person sold it this person sold work and they want that like Saatchi the other Mm -hmm. art fair that I'm doing is in multiple cities so if one if if you start hearing that like oh it's not you know it's not great because you're paying for the booth space okay in the fairs by the way I don't know we talked about that too it's a whole other thing so sorry there's a lot this is great yeah (laughs) (laughs) tell you everything um so you pay for the booth space so you're hoping how much is that it's very it's all different like super fine would vary from the other arts say the other arch fair um, I would say based on size. I mean, there's all different sizes. What would the smallest one be? The smallest one <laughs> is about $1,700. Okay. 
to show in a like in a U shape. That's fine. But in a okay. U shape, uh, whatever size it is, I think that's what they. I think that's the option. And then what's the percentage that they take? So that one is interesting because they take fifteen. Oh, that is that's percent. That's lower than like a gallery. So it's very small, but you're also paying the booth for the booth. Yeah. But which I appreciate in this case because I. I had a lot of anxiety about. I had a neon piece. I had I had this really beautiful neon piece in October, and I was like, "Fuck you!" If I know how to ship that, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how to pack it. I don't know how to ship it. Yeah, but it's here yeah. and it's for sale. And <laughs> so they had their own packing company there Ooh, for everybody. That's nice. That so that's nice. part of where that your fifteen really percent nice. is going is yeah. paying for all of all, like other services. Which yeah, are, which. I was, like, so thankful for it. I wound up selling, like, ten pieces okay. during that show, which was phenomenal. Well, six and then a couple after, but it's all included. I, mm-hmm. I include it all. But um, for them to pack it and wrap it and make, like, everything just... Everyone feel good yeah. about mm-hmm. all of that. For sure. Logistically, I will give you fucking 15 yeah. I don't care. <laughs> I don't have to have yeah. bubble wrap. I don't yeah. have to sit there exactly. like an idiot, like... In a bog, well, like I hope this is. Safe. I know. <laughs> Good luck. Yeah. You know, like I'm not trying to do that. Um, so, in the, let's say like your U shape, are there standards set for uh, how far apart your pieces need to be? Is it? Um, I'm gonna fuck the that traditional up. standard. <laughs> I'm fucking that up on this one. So the last one I did in October, it was hilarious. They send out this really beautiful email with all this information, and like they even have like layouts that work yeah and like examples of other standards but they're more recommendations not they're recommendations standards. Okay. they will not go do you need to fix that like really? i don't think okay. i don't think i yeah. don't know your booth hasn't my, been to that level yeah, yeah. mine i had like again like that one valda this gallery owner and friend of mine so amazing like i was i couldn't go to set up and she went and set up my whole booth. I was just like, are you fucking kidding me? So she set it up. But we did the layout beforehand, yeah. so she knew, like, exactly. And we just packed it. Yeah. We were just like, boom, 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 boom. We packed it. But it looked great. And they came by, and they were, like, so complimentary. Like, oh, your booth looks great. I'm like, well, it's the total opposite of what you suggested. Yeah. Mm. So I was like, I hope that's cool. And they were like, yeah, yeah, whatever works. Okay. okay. Well, try it again. Awesome. <laughs> but I'm still working on the pieces for okay. for Mark for the yeah. like next week oh, or whatever. Goodness. <laughs> so one of the questions yeah. we ask most of the artists on here, how do you price your pieces? It's a good question and that has been such a conflict. Mm-hmm. This is the standard response we get. Yeah, I imagine like, so. Because it's, it's fucking arbitrary, mm-hmm. honestly. Like, it makes no fucking sense, and there is no rule to anything. See? I'll tell no you rules in art. There's rules in art. There are no rules in art. <laughs> there is shit. so many rules. If you rules put in art. shit on a piece of paper and you are somebody with a name, you can sell that piece of shit. Mm-hmm. And people think it's art. It's true. It's true. <laughs> But there are some rules to to cheat, I think. Like, that's what I call, like, pop culture. Like, pop art is like, oh, you want to sell something? Marilyn Monroe. Do it. Yeah. Sell it. Fine. Yeah. Dumper and glitter? 
Yeah. Even better. I know. I'd <laughs> rather be charged more. Exactly. And, and that's fine. Yeah. That's, that, it works. You so, get, I'll pretty much buy a nail glitter, though. Right. It's <laughs> a standard part of my What's life. What's glitter? Yeah. Yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> also, just because I have to keep this standard, um, shouts to Ryan. That glitter photo shoot he did. Oh, yeah. Woo. Oh, I want to see that. Uh, K. Ryan Hennessy. He, he was on our... Um, I'm going to show you a picture. So he um, has an Instagram. You said it already, right? Yeah. Um, just, just for your reaction. So he'll take selfies or pictures mm-hmm. in front of his pieces, but then he'll put his body, like, into what's happening, so he... Except for in that piece, because he didn't want to show his dick. It's true. It is Instagram. <laughs> he keeps it, you know. I like, I like, it, I like yeah, his booty ones. Yeah, his yeah. booty ones are great. That's a great butt. Yeah. <laughs> he did a great job. Great job with the glitter. Love the glitter. Um, so... Pricing? Oh, <laughs> I was just gonna try and keep it there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> round down, savage. Circling back. Oh, I think it's. I just, for me, it took being in being in these galleries, seeing what percent that they take. You have to kind of figure out. Like I kind of figured out. I started at a at a price point that I've just made up that I thought was reasonable it's always too low mm-hmm. it's gonna be but if you're in a gallery I would imagine that they will help they will work with you to try and help you figure out the your best price points if you're not and you're doing it yourself I would gauge like gauge the room like figure out what other people are selling their stuff at that's similar not similar mm-hmm. to yours but Size-wise, work-wise, you know, like how much effort goes into yours. Maybe you can find something similar, and I would just take that as a as a starting point. But I always encourage people to re not re. I've never encouraged anybody actually. But <laughs> let me just let me think about. That. I will. I will in future always encourage people to reevaluate. Reevaluate every few months. Mm-hmm. Are things selling? Why are they selling? Are they selling because they're low? Cool. People like your stuff? Great. Raise the prices a little bit. See how it goes. You're always going to start too low because you don't value your stuff as other people value it. Human nature. It's going to mm-hmm. happen. But just I would always reevaluate. And see, and be with a ga- if you're in with a gallery, make sure that that is a conversation that you have. To hey, if we're doing, if I'm doing well, and I sell less, what I did with um, wall space. If I'm if I'm selling stuff really well, we'll see how it goes. You're always you always have like this like intro period, right? Of like, hey, you're a new artist. I want to see you know see how it goes. If I'm doing well and I sell like whatever, however many pieces, or if I'm doing well first few months. Can we talk about raising your prices? Yeah, mm-hmm. sure. Let's do that. And I feel like that's a super honest yeah. answer to that question. Like, yeah. Yeah, you just, like, look around and see what else <laughs> it looks like your work and then wing it yeah. and go from there. No one knows anything. Everyone, everyone's just making shit up. 
Yeah, there's no magic chart that we there's have not discovered. <laughs> <laughs> it exists somewhere. We can leave it in Excel. But it's uh, yeah, it's really hard. <laughs> it's really hard. I'm to making know. one within the year. I'm releasing it. <laughs> and you can always, for all of your critiques. <laughs> yeah, you can always look on blog, like other blogs It'll have go viral. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There are blogs that have um, like ref, like more information than I do. <laughs> you know, like what do they say? Yeah. I, you know, like just maybe just I would say like research is part of it. Um, so for the other art fair, are you in the booth? Yeah, the whole time. Oh yeah. By yeah. the way, that is a thing, and it's a lot. That is a lot. It was awesome though. Mm-hmm. In October. I didn't know I liked people so much. Oh, good. You know? <laughs> I, just, I was just having so much fun. And I really enjoyed being there and talking to people and hearing everyone's responses and hearing weird comments as people walked by and just having really great conversations and, and having someone really get... I, had, I, I still remember, I had this one lady understand my work almost more than like really super on point like to to like how I get it and I was like I didn't I really that's like it's gotta be a special moment like, for is, sure. you get it yeah you fucking get it like thank you yeah. <laughs> so, much. so so that is the one thing that I felt like I was missing though mm-hmm. like being even at, like, um, I did a bunch of shows at GABA for, like, a long time. And I don't... Sold a bunch of work. Even at my... I had a couple solo shows, sold work. I never got to really meet people that were buying it. So, it was always this... I never... I didn't get to ask, like, well, what do you like about it? Yeah. Like, what do you feel? How do you feel? Like, what is it that's interesting to you? Or even just at the booth when you're standing there, you don't want to be all up in everyone's business all the time. So you kind of step back and you kind of let people look. And because my stuff is collage, there's a lot of layers too, by the way. You know, like, so people always ask about my process, which I didn't realize was valuable and interesting to people. I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. What's your process? must take a really long time and I'm like, that. <laughs> so yeah I just there you learn a lot I think from that from that actual interaction with people seeing it up close and just having so many pieces it's really nice it's, almost, it's like having a little solo show right there and you have this really beautiful like collection of work all together so it's very cohesive that you're that this is what I do and you can kind of see it on like a grander scheme instead of just seeing one piece. Mm-hmm. I think sometimes, I think just seeing one of my pieces, you don't, maybe you don't get it as much. Seeing a couple together, it, you're like, oh, okay. I get what you're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But so that allows that. Allows that. Would you have any um, like sales tips? for artists I know that's a really hard area like a lot of artists say that they don't know how to sell their work like any uh tips and tricks that you've figured out tips and tricks you know slowly I have to say that to make sure (laughs) tips and tricks (laughs) tips and tricks I wish I did (laughs) 
Um, I learned recently from a very popular street artist, I'm actually wearing his t-shirt today, Plastic Jesus, that Instagram is your fucking best friend. And at that point, when you get to that point where you have however many thousand, you know, followers or whatever, you do so much. He does a lot of stuff purposely, strategically, and I don't. So I feel like that would be a really good move is, is to just think about things a little bit more strategically and use, unfortunately, use social media for what is there for? Mm-hmm. Sell your shit. Yeah. I don't know. That seems to be like a really common theme you know? with uh, some of the artists we've talked to. And especially Instagram being so visual based. It's a gallery yeah. right there on your I phone. You know, I think it takes it was, out all the white noise of a Facebook yeah. or a Twitter. And it's just, it's visual, it's which is what art is. 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 Yeah. So I think that probably is the best thing because once you can. Honestly, like, I love all these galleries that I've worked with, but if there is a point... I mean, I love to do both, but if there was a point where I could just sell stuff through people on Instagram and not have to do the 50-50, you know, like, the split... Yeah. uh, Like, gallery splits and stuff like that, like, that's really where you can... You can benefit a lot. And that's what a lot of these people... A lot of people... um, do that when they have so many, you know, so many followers. A lot of those people are galleries and people that collect or collectors mm-hmm. or whatever it is like that, that you can post something up and just, you can just use it as like a, a selling, selling bait, like yeah. a website, but not, yeah. you know? So I think that's a great way to go and I'm still learning. So I just try and listen to other people and see what they're doing and try and take their advice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and go, oh, all right, well, it's not shitty to do that? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I should start doing that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but selling, otherwise, um, otherwise, yeah, finding your, finding your niche, finding your thing, finding where you belong and selling it that way, finding people to represent your work. Yeah. Awesome. Um, Do you have a question? <laughs> I was going to say, wait, featured artist? No, I was going to talk more about her work. We haven't really chatted about, like, her own artwork. Oh, yeah. And, like, because you do a lot of uh, portraits. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Are they portraits of people in particular? Um. Well, I, try, I started out doing... Where did I start out doing? Well, I think it's it's a mix of like friends or models that I've collaborated with, or photographers I've collaborated with. So it's a lot of collaborations. Plus, I just started trying to shoot my own photography because um, I really want to get into just doing that. So I know what my content is I can kind of create my own like creative direct my own photo shoots and stuff like that so it's it's been like a a wide range of how to get how to get these images and and see if people want to work with me for a while and then 
recently I'm just trying to move into doing my own photography. But I also work, I collaborate with a friend and we both shoot, um, but she, she gets her images for what she wants, then I kind of get my images for what I want. So it's actually a really fun collaboration that we kind of started. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, right now it's like public domain photos, model, like I had my friend shoot a selfie, like, hey, can you do something like this? Sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, cool. And yeah, and having like having calls out for models, I did that. I did that recently, and I I got three friends. They were all friends. I mean, one of them my friend, and then she called her friend, and it was just like, oh, I'm booked. I can't. <laughs> I'm just gonna do this one, and then I'll call. I'll do another call for models, and then and do another photo shoot. So, do you only do portraits of women? Currently, yes. I think soon that's going to change. I've been itching to do um, a series of, of men that I'm trying to work out, trying to figure out. But currently, yes. Okay. And is there something that um, you look for in a image of a woman that, like, attracts you or are you looking for strength or attitude or yeah all of that because I feel like the whole goal right now my whole goal starting it I was just like oh I just love portraits so I'm just gonna I was really just attracted to that but then just learning and growing and evolving I've been really focused on empowering women and empowering other other women so seeing having people see themselves as strong and and showing that in the art is is really some is really like my plan like my purpose right now Mm -hmm. so I think all of that really shines through that that's the goal especially when you see them together you can tell like immediately like oh they are on the strong bitches. <laughs> like, they are awesome. They're great. Every Like, all the portraits either have, like, a really great attitude or really great movement, a really great feeling that I just... I feel like it's all very empowering and then really diverse at the same time. So, really, to create this unifying force of, like, this is us. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. What's your Instagram, just in case someone is trying to look you up oh it's art by colorscape yeah amy smith is there's a lot of amy smith yes by the way <laughs> <laughs> i did i yeah. wrote have you ever looked yeah. you know yeah. i googled Too you many and the the first uh thing that popped up was uh our artist's website because i think i put in amy smith and i was like oh, okay amy yeah. smith artist and I was reading about her, and I was like, you know, this doesn't really sound like her work. This must Do you be imagine old. if you walked in with that person's, like, statement? And it was, like, like, all like, That's why I was like, I don't know. Yeah, I was like, let, let me see that. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you're like, uh, watch? <laughs> well, then I, like, are you? Yeah. I was so confused, so I was, like, scrolling and, like, looking at her pieces, and then I finally found a picture of her, and I was like, nope. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's that's what I mean that I really had a hard time figuring out how to figure that out like 
when I first created a website, I'm like, there was no like dot art or dot us. It was just like, you're fucked. Like mm. your name is Amy Smith. What are you gonna do with that? Like Amy <laughs> yeah. Smith artist is to every every possible combination. <laughs> yeah. Taken. <laughs> no uh, cool middle name that you can like slip in Lee? there. It's like, oh, come yeah. on. <laughs> you can't do, you can't do yeah. anything. Your parents weren't ready for you to be an artist. No, no. well, it was my fault that I took my husband's name. Oh, well, yeah. Oh, marry better. I'm I know. <laughs> Get divorced, try it again. What's your uh, maiden name? Writer. Mm. Writer. But kind of like. The signature just like. I like. I like. The Smith works for the signature, not yeah. for anything else. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll just say. Like, yeah, it's really hard, like, on social media and all that. So. Yeah. Art by Colorscape it is. Awesome. It works. Okay. We like it. And we'll tag you and be posted, so. So, uh, because everyone wanted to know about your process, oh, yeah. I wrote it down. Yeah. What's your process? <laughs> um, well, when you, see a, when you see a painting, it's easier to kind of explain it. And maybe visual. talk about it visually, Your what your yeah. paintings look like. Well, I start out, a lot of people have seen uh, seen Shepherd Fairy and other street artists do the black and white wheat pasting. They just have an image and they wheat paste it up, right? So What's wheat paste? Oh, okay. Let me backtrack. <laughs> Please apply Sorry. brand new. No, no, I, I should have thought. I'm not I should have thought about that. Well, I, I just didn't. Sorry. I will backtrack. Um. Okay. So when you go, when you're outside in the city or wherever, and you see all those ads up, like, and they they do like the, they take up like all this wall space. It's like annoying, and it's like some kind of new movie or whatever. Uh-huh. It's all wheat pasted up, so Got it's it. like okay. a poster that's stuck on a wall Got somewhere it. that hopefully isn't coming down for a while. That makes sense, right? Um, so that's what they use. It's the it's the material. It's the so the like glue. an artist is using something they've already created and then pasting it pasting up. On it a up. Wall. Okay. It's fast, quick by instead of using like aerosprays yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, okay. yeah. And some people do that. They do stenciling or they do whatever, and they sit there and actually create like yeah. a thing, but. Otherwise, it's it's like a poster. They put the wheat paste on there, stick it up, and leave. Okay. Because it's like a really fast process. Yeah. So that, um, some people will be familiar with, with, I guess, that. So I'll take a black and white image. I use Photoshop a lot just from the photo to getting all the highlights and everything sorted out so that I know how to cut cut the stencil so then I, I get it printed like black and white and I cut all of the black out because that is going to get sprayed that's going to be the stencil so I create this stencil that um, a friend of mine and another street artist called Teacher I don't know if you've seen a lot of his stuff around it's Teach Peace and he does his cross mm. um, he does a lot in Hollywood like all around there but um, so he taught me and a friend, I went over there because I get, I was just really interested in stencils. Before that, I was using, I was making paper stencils. And so you just have to throw it away after you're done. But I wasn't using aerosol, so it was kind of like, I could use regular paint, acrylic paint or whatever with, this, with these paper stencils, but then they just be trash after. So I wound up talking to some people. 
Bless you. He felt so hard. It wasn't but, loud at all. Yeah, it usually is. Oh my god, that, that was for you people. <laughs> Don't want to hurt your ears. <laughs> but um, so I wound up learning how to make these uh, reusable stencils with like paper and window screen uh, from another from a street artist that was teaching people how to do this technique and a lot of people in LA use it and it works really well because you can it's a typical stencil everything has to be connected in this technique you don't have nothing has to be connected so you can have free floating pieces that are glued down to the screen and paper so that's part of the process is making these reusable stencils which I just like recently started to like make little videos of like oh this is part of it because people are kind of interested in that so um so that's just the first like (laughs) first part but otherwise I just I get all these magazines like donated to me friends want to get rid of all these magazines and stuff and I felt like what a better use to to use that as the background of of like all of these portraits all these beautiful like pieces of magazine like so I sit there and rip out all these magazine pieces and I collage them onto canvas or wood and then I use the reusable stencils and then I I paint in if I want to paint it in like certain areas and then I spray the stencils down to create the portrait so and how big are they usually they seem large yeah, the smallest that I've done was 16 by 20, but the largest I've done, it was uh, like a 10 by 10 wall. Wow, so, wow. That's, that's huge. huge. Yeah. Uh, that you- one was the, I did a Hedy Lamar mural on the side of the Neutra Museum in Silver Lake. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow, very cool. And that was really cool. That was really fun. I was challenged. That was again. Yeah. It was like step out of your comfort zone. Can you do this? Yeah. I don't know. Let's try. Yeah, <laughs> there you sure. go. I love it. But yeah, but before that, I did uh, a mural like in San Diego, and I one of them I used that one I used all magazine uh, sheets to yeah. cover like an eight by eight panel. But then the Hedy Lamar one, I didn't use any magazine because okay. we weren't allowed to weed paste them. Okay, I just stuck with like basic colors. Very cool. So yeah. You'll just send us some photos of those. Yeah, yeah. There, there's some on my Instagram, and I'm trying to, you know, take like process pictures yeah. and stuff like that. It's a whole, whole other thing. Yeah. Of, like just keeping up with all that. Absolutely. Do you seal your work? Oh yeah. At all? And then I seal it with the same, the same medium that I do the collaging with uh, the magazine pieces. So I seal it. In the end, when everything is is on there, all the colors and all the the stencil. When I do the final stencil, okay, because you I don't frame it. your pieces, right? And then I frame them with um, floater frames. Okay, yeah. Unless they're built on wood, like I've been making these wood boxes for some of the neon pieces. Then I've been carrying over the the magazine to the edges, like in around, mm-hmm. so you can see it. So they don't, they don't get framed. How long does it usually take you to make a piece, or and do you work on a variety of pieces, or are you a one-piece person? Usually, if I'm working on that, I'm always. It's like you have to, like I'll be doing a stencil, but then collaging another piece. So, 
while the stencil's drying or doing whatever, then I'll collage and see how much I can get done. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but collaging takes a while, so that's why I kind of break it up in in um, different days and stuff, like of the process. Like, all right, I'll do a little bit here, but then I'm gonna go paint and do this other thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, it's just breaking it up and trying to figure out like, what works best for you, you know? All right. All right. Featured artist. Featured artist. <laughs> so, um, you picked the artist today? Oh, yeah. Um, um oh, yeah. Swoon, Swoon HQ. Yeah. Swoon is her artist name. I think Swoon HQ is her Instagram. Do we want to spell good. that for people? Because uh, oh, I'd be lost. S-W-O-O-N-H-Q. You got it. I uh, really hit my stride when it comes to spelling. <laughs> She's like, don't mess with me. Like, I will kill you when I'm spelling. I love Scrabble. Me. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite, one of my favorite board games. Yeah, I make up words during Scrabble. It's <laughs> like it should I be a word. Really yeah. A dictionary check you so hard. <laughs> You're like, uh, I don't think so. You wouldn't need to go that far. You, <laughs> like, you would already know, know that word. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. what do you like about Swoon? Am I saying it right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, Soon has been around for a while. When I think I just have, um, I really like her because when I was, for, when I first came to Los Angeles, started going to art shows and, and just seeing things around, like going downtown and just seeing stuff, I saw her beautiful hand, hand drawn images wheat paste she would use this butcher like brown paper so you would always know i don't know she's that she had a style you knew it was always her, her hand drawn um a lot of them are women but um she would she would cut them out and she would wheat paste them around so you would see them with all this other graffiti and other other street artists all the stickers and, and in all of these different places and she really like she just did I think I was just impressed by her doing that yeah. like having that type of style that I didn't necessarily maybe see as being in that realm she she just did it that was her thing and she just put it out there so everyone can see it and it's very beautiful and then she started doing these amazing installations out of like hand cut paper and creating these really immersive um, works of art that were just mind blowing, and they were like I th I think when the when Mocha had their art in the streets show, the very first like street art and graffiti um, like in a museum or whatever, mm -hmm. like seven years, whatever it was, long a while ago. She did this amazing room. She did a whole room of all these beautiful, intricate cutouts. And I think just to see like a female perspective in a male-dominated world, I think I just been drawn to her ever since. Just seeing that like strength that she brought and just uniqueness. I think she was just so unique, and you would always know it was her. So yeah. she had a style that she knew, and yeah, she just killed it. And she was just able to be be in that world because I just feel like and I don't know her, but I just feel like she just said, "You know, this is where I belong. And this is where I want to be seen," and she just did it. So just 
it was very empowering to see that. And it looks like she doesn't shy away from the femininity the fem- yeah, part absolutely. of it. Like she, the one that I'm looking at is her new one, uh, her child birth. Yeah. And well, I really enjoy that because I think that's such a topic or a visual that most you know male artists would stay away from, and you don't see it as often in the art world because there's more male artists totally. getting shown. Um, so I like that she's kind of embracing the side of motherhood that you don't get to see very often. She has a post like pre like before that. I think when she was first coming out with that like design or concept or something but she yeah she presented it in that way of like if if anyone makes any piece of art that's reflective of motherhood or child or whatever it you know like childbirth well not even just childbirth just like being pregnant or anything like that it's always you can't sell it mm-hmm. so I think she made that in response to that concept of well you can't well I can <laughs> yeah and I'm gonna do it and I think yeah. she's doing it for a friend I don't know I think she was doing it for a friend too but just in general that concept of you don't like this is tab why is this taboo yeah. mm-hmm. it shouldn't be we need to talk about this this needs to be seen you need to see a different perspective and it can't just be the same shit all the time and that's what I get kind of tired of is just seeing the same same thing over and over again and people still calling it art which you can but it's not new Mm -hmm. that's really what I love about art or when I find a piece that I like it's because I've never seen anything like that before like you're giving me a new perspective on a world that we've all been living in that I hadn't looked at before Mm -hmm. and so it's lovely when you discover an artist doing something and I think I think also I realized like for her I feel like that was why I connected to her so instantly because mm-hmm. I was like I have never seen that before that is just a drawing that's a yeah. beautiful drawing <laughs> but it's like an intricate drawing and it's out on the street like it's not okay like I've never I just didn't know yeah. and I was okay yeah it's <laughs> so, awesome because even just like going onto her page like it was a little shocking like it's <laughs> yeah, a good yeah. thing. Right. It yeah, gives you, you something. Exactly. You have some kind of emotion. You have a reaction to it. And that's good. It's like, have some kind of reaction. But, I mean, you know. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. But also, she gives back, and she has, like, community projects. She helps kids, and she helps, you know, underserved. You Like, she just, she's, like, all around, like, an advocate and just a really strong lady. Wonderful. So, all awesome. of those things help. Well, we yeah. will definitely share uh, the piece we talked about. and Yeah. Yeah. Check it out. Perfect. I, I love uh, discovering new art. Yeah. It's like, awesome. Oh, this is great. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could find the picture of one. Or I don't know. She Maybe she has it somewhere. But that installation, that, or any installation. She's done a bunch of installations in different museums and different, um, different buildings and stuff. And it's just really mind-blowing so if you can find one of those I would I would definitely show that because just the skill and the Mm -hmm. technique and the understanding of what your art is and how you can make it three-dimensional instead of just two-dimensional is super interesting Mm -hmm. but yeah there you go awesome for you yeah well thank you for sharing yeah
right. Do we have time for our uh, news? news? We do have time. All right. Um, Are you going to do mine? Yeah, mine's... I mean, we can do... uh, Let's just do yours. We'll save mine for tomorrow. All right. So, I found this because my boy Jerry Bear um, posted about it. A.K.A. Jerry Salt. (laughs) Love you. Um, All right. And so, he posts... uh, It read... Contest to rename the monstrosity by fake artist Thomas Herowick, the vessel, in the center of environmental nudity and wrath that is Hudson Yard. Hashtag. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, So I had to dive in deeper. Yeah. Of course. (laughs) Um, Like, what? Here is that. And here, you can look at that one if you want. Um, And so basically, they put together this... It's like a multi-million dollar um, building that looks kind of like a honeycomb. Mm-hmm. Um, it's called The Vessel, and it's uh, by British designer Thomas Heatherwick, 150-foot-tall sculpture in the oh. plaza of Hudson Yard. Um, people hate it. Really? Why do they hate There's it? There's a lot of people there. Yeah. It's, um, <laughs> they're all hating they, on they're it? They're all hating on it. They're oh. all calling it like this huge tourist trap. Um, Isn't anything... It's exactly so. It's two hundred million dollars. Jesus. Um, and I think that's where people are really having a hard time is mm-hmm. the money spent. Yeah, the wealth, the influence of the wealthy, the fickleness of elected officials, and the privatization of public space. Um, and I believe you do have to pay to go into it. Um, and it's literally just oh. a bunch of stairs leading to nothing. There is one elevator that gets you to the top, but besides that, it is all just staircase on staircase on staircase connected um, as an immersive experience. Immersive? Yeah. Can you jump off of it? This is where I'm scared, like, someone's going to go As a public art person, yeah. And, like, jump off of it. I'm sure, I mean, I'm sure there's Yeah, it doesn't look, I mean, it looks... I don't see. I mean, there's I would a imagine glass edges, but like the glass edges have to be high enough high to standard. Enough. Yeah. I mean, I mean no, an architect the city of, New, the city I mean, of New York's not gonna yeah create something that's made you know for suicide. What's crazy is uh, I was like, no, I have no idea what you're talking yeah. about, and then I realized my mom texted me a photo of it and said, "Have you seen this?" I, I was like, it. "Nope." Nope. Well, I'm curious what Hudson Yard is. I mean, what is Hudson Yards? Is that like it's not? They didn't take over like a no. So Hudson Yard public area, like it, greenery or whatever. Not greenery. It's um, I don't I think it's it's in New York. It's right. It's not really it's like, like a more like a bunch of eyesore area. Um, yeah, it looks it's like off it's, the beaten track, mm-hmm. like where the uh, docks were. It's been. where the docks were. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. And basically, people I mean, are having I a call lot of bullshit on it. it. Yeah. I call bullshit. I think it's worthless. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. I, hey, t- no, go for it. I do think it's bullshit, but I wonder though, because I have a lot. Of, I mean, I have friends that like do set design and like mm-hmm. act, like design and and architecture and all that other stuff. I wonder if it's some kind of feat for architecture of like. Yes. This didn't. You couldn't do this before yeah. because it's smaller on the bottom and bigger on the top. For sure. So that's like a whole thing in itself. Yeah, I would. I cool, think that's a, but like, yeah, it's necessary. No, but I would like to know if anybody yeah. sees it in that kind of way of like, oh, this they said it couldn't be done. Yeah, I don't know. I think that's a great point. I think it'd be very interesting to look at this from the architecture side, not the art side. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like that's where the artists are having a hard time with it. 
I mean, it's, I mean, it doesn't look. I mean, uh, from an art side, I have trouble with it. Yeah. But what? I would like to know if any, if there's any. Yeah. What salvation. Did, what did Jerry say about it? He called it a monstrosity. Um, do you want me to read his whole thing? Is that the same yeah. thing? All right. Yeah. Contest to rename the monstrosity by fake artist Thomas Heatherwick. The vessel in the center of the environmental nullity oh, and rot that is hashtag Hudson Yard. That will not one two exclamation points. Architecture critic peeped heck? about for twelve straight years and two mayoral administrations, and then in quotes uh, or in parentheses, the same critics will now line up to finally carp and ask for ask for Pulitzers for their trouble. Rename the vessel. And then he gave options to rename it based on him. Number one, the shit given. Number two, the Thunderdome. <laughs> like that. <laughs> Number three, 2060 Underwater Amusement Park. Four, the Donald J. Trump Presidential Library. Five, the Duodenum. You, question mark? No matter what, I'll have water lapping up to the first story in 40 years. Even though Hudson Yard was built atop a shed to prevent that, all the feeder streets to it will be submerged. What a wicked game to play. You know God, what? He's so enticing. Well, that's a whole, <laughs> that's a whole other... I don't know who this person is, but I, that is a whole other thought of, like, the environmental impact on people going to see this thing. Is that fine? Like, did they figure that out of, mm-hmm. like, traffic and, like, build around... Did they find a spot where it's going to be okay for, like, traffic and shit? Like, I don't know. So it's hard to know. most likely... Like, didn't. <laughs> Just from the muni- municipality side. I feel like was it was a city to, that right? uh, From what it sounds like, there was uh, politicians involved. Okay, but it's so, not government funded, technically. Um, give me a second. Alright. Talk to them on this yourself. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's hard to I, know. What I think is really interesting... I wish it was like nice to look at. Well... I think it's interesting that he says fake artists because, like you mentioned, Amy, if it's more on the architectural side, mm-hmm. then we can see it. But if he's not, if he's an architect and not an artist, yeah, this changes the piece being a public art piece versus just an awesome piece of architecture. But a lot of, th- I, well, yeah, because when we see architecture, we see it as we see it as functional. We want someone to build something really cool and really beautiful and awesome, but it always serves a function. This does not serve a function. So it's almost like a sculpture. You can call this a really a $200 million sculpture so that people can, but also people have access to that sculpture. Which so I think if you see it in a different perspective, I still call bullshit on it because I think it's pointless, but I, I don't, I mean, I don't hate on, I don't hate it as much as this guy, but I think they are referring to it more as a sculpture. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's kind than of like anything else, and they say it feels pretty unsteady when the winds pick up. Oh it. God! Oh. But I mean, that's just <laughs> that's your own thing. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's know. not the prettiest. It's, it's not my favorite thing, but but I also think from like a landmark side, people in ten years will see it and think Hudson Yard. They're gonna know it. It's gonna be in the background of videos. It's you gonna think? be the but, beans. but it's not. That's what I was gonna ta- That's what I was gonna compare it to. Like, to me, I wouldn't want. But maybe that's just me. I have no interest in going in this thing. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you may not pay admission tickets, but people are going to stand but in front the of it, and they're going to take a cool. picture with it. Yeah. And they're going to see it from afar and go, what is that? I feel like the, like, in compa- like in comparison, like the bean or something, well, you don't, your interaction is totally different. It's really called, what, the cloud or something? Cloud gate. Cloud gate. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know. That is more interesting to me. I don't know why. Yeah. Than, than this. I don't know why, though. I can't say. I'm torn. Because I know. Because I feel like... Yeah, it's not super aesthetically pleasing, but yeah. I feel like I can't really judge it until I've like been immersed, ran in it. through. I know. And I wonder if it's too. like, yeah, there's stairs upon stairs upon stairs, and that's weird and interesting. It's like an MC Escher situation. Yeah. <laughs> but like when you think about the people who are obsessed with like the secret stairs of Los Angeles, like people uh, go around and find stairs just to climb up, mm-hmm. like four views. This I kind of wish it was less. This is Instagrammable. I kind of wish it was less patterny. I like more of a lap. I, feel like I really it, feel like they were going for a honeycomb. Yeah, but like didn't. Yeah. Yeah. I want them to. Throw I know the pattern. It really looks like there. MC Escher sketches. Yeah, like from um, here. From I think they're picture. gonna have. It'll be interesting to see what they do with it from. Right. What the capacity is, and the bottom is really small from what it seems like. It wouldn't hold many people. No, you'd have to have people all, all around. around, and that. Again, I feel like it's dangerous. But it's it has to be structurally sound. I, I mean, mean of I people mean, jumping off. I'm just worried of like. But the glass has to be. Yeah, you would high enough. Oh, right? but I mean, can't I mean? Can't anyone? I mean, can't you say that about any skyscraper that has a top? Yeah, but I feel like this is asking for it. Like really, run up here and throw yourself off. And I'm not saying don't do that. I'm just saying <laughs> you're not saying don't. That do was that. Your, I mean, that was I mean, your first you saying. That was your very first. What are you thought? telling you the people? This, you're like, uh, uh well, because I'm a I'm a public arts coordinator. So my biggest job is like, how is someone going to kill themselves, themselves on oh. this piece? Jeez. So risk. I that was my biggest fear. I honestly, I think it's interesting. I would love to go in it to see, to give my final, like, judgment I know, call. it's hard to say. I, my in, I will say my initial thing is bullshit, but now that I think about it, yeah. I do think that being <laughs> still has, like, Something. more of an Instagrammable, because these pictures this are you cool. you have to go inside. But they're not like to for anything. Yeah, to... But I think people are gonna think it's of the it architecture. As, uh, yeah, it's the architecture, and it's it's kind of like what you would see like more like Dubai. Yes. Which uh, I'm not. I don't hate it. Don't love it. Don't love it. I kind of don't feel much about it, but I would go do it. I would try it once. I would try it once, and then decide if you were in New York and it was easy that that yeah. my thing would be like i would not go to the no i'm not gonna go to new york it was for simple it. <laughs> yeah and like like this, i i had a few hours to kill yeah and i needed something to do yeah i would like, go <laughs> this that's one, how much i don't care this about. piece wouldn't do much in like a pullman washington like where no one's going to visit yeah. like no one's gonna it's travel for there. it yeah but New York gets millions of tourists each year, and I mean, they, they will add it to their list. It's so architecturally, it looks really pretty in photo. This this yeah. picture probably doesn't give it like enough justice. Yeah, I think like that looks coloring pretty cool. Hashtag broke. 
It's so interesting because when I look at the photos of it from the inside out, yeah, and it's just all these I don't stairs. Like the outside, I guess. I guess the outside to me is like not very aesthetically pleasing, but inside inside is cool. Looks interesting. And if you're looking down, yeah, is interesting. I think that's trippy though. Like usually you have, I would imagine you would want to grab people from the outside. Yeah, that's cool. Mm -hmm. I'll hate it. I don't love it. Don't hate it. But it reminds me so much of living in New York, where you're just walking constantly, and it feels like you're going (laughs) going nowhere. nowhere. Yeah. Well, that's maybe the intention. Up the stairs, down the stairs. Like this is New Yorker. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe that New Yorkers are just so dark and gloomy. Sometimes, man. You walk so much there. Up and down Getting the subway stairs. I think New Yorkers would hate me. I'd be like smiling. Like, What's up? <laughs> as long as you walk fast, you're fine. I don't. If you walk slow. Um, I don't. You I get... walk slow. I look around. I if talk you walk to the wrong way, you, know, you will get pushed yeah. out of the way. Man. No time for you. <laughs> I wouldn't do well. I wouldn't do well. You've been to New York, right? Yeah, I've been to New York. Did they hate you there? I was young. Oh, okay. No, they liked me because I was wearing like a... I was like in high school. I was cute, blonde, <laughs> okay. wearing a Jets jersey. Like, <laughs> like ah! I like football. <laughs> oh, that's all you need. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you're from New Jersey, right? I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. Did you have much New York experience? I had Philadelphia experience. Okay. I was closer. I was like 20 minutes close to Philly, so we were okay. on the south South Jersey more so than North Jersey. So. I, I mean, yeah. So I didn't really go to New York until much later. I did see, like, a play once or whatever, but, mm-hmm, yeah, right. we didn't really explore up there mm-hmm. much later. But I've been, enjoyed it. I like it. I don't want to live there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that closes That's very cool. Closes I like your art out. news, though. Thank you. It's, like, a little bit of a surprise, yeah. but also, like, hey, this is you going to keep it controversial. Yeah. In the art world. Exactly. All right, awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. One more time, how do we? How do people find you? Oh, everything's under Art by Colorscape. So my website, my email is Amy at Art by Colorscape, and my Instagram is Art by Colorscape. So perfect. And if you're in LA, oh yeah, come, uh, come to the to show, the other art fair. Yeah, we will be there on Saturday, the thirtieth. So. Come any time to meet Amy, but if you want to meet all three of us, come then. Yeah, it's the 28th to the 31st, and on my Instagram I have a free um, ticket promo code. Yeah, so you can get in for free, so you can check that out. And then also, if you're in the area, I'll let you guys know, I'm I'm working with another group that's doing um, quarterly interactive art experiences. Yeah, awesome. I forgot oh, to yeah. ask you about yeah. that. So that's like pretty new. We did one in February and it was so much fun. We had DJ, food truck, art, and it was a really cool like immersive experience and the next one will be in May, so you can check that out too. It's um right now it's under saubona.us and it's under the event series. And yeah, it's gonna be really fun. We're gonna have trying to get some live painters in, and I'm gonna wrangle some of my art friends, and we're gonna do some interactive experiences, but also to like connect with each other and get much deeper and and uh, back back to human connection instead of phones and digital stuff. 
Oh, awesome. I love it. Yeah. Very so, cool. We'll definitely invite you to that. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. All, All right. right, guys. Thank you, everyone. Love you. Bye. <laughs> Bye.